glad between the three of us we could spell a two-syllable word. It's really just you. <laughs> God, my back fucking hurts from carrying the weight of this team. <laughs> Mine just hurts because I'm old. Yeah. Uh, Dan, don't utter those words. Yeah, you can't say stuff like that because... Then what, whatever i had a legitimate back injury yes getting out of bed bro <laughs> <laughs> i had to buy a new bed for my back <laughs> wait i thought you got hurt snowboarding yeah real quick though before we start sea bat the sea bat guy you i'm sure you know about him the do 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 oh yeah yeah you know you don't know sea bat it sounds familiar. This, the guy that was having sex with the girl, with this girl to the song, the beat of the song. No, I didn't know that oh. he was having sex to the beat of the song. Oh, my God. I just God. know the song. Okay, so, oh, my God. <laughs> There's this, like, Reddit thread that absolutely blew the fuck up. This guy was talking about how he was having sex with his girl. He's a girlfriend of two years, and he likes to have sex to this playlist that he's made. Okay? And he <laughs> thinks, he genuinely thinks this song is, like, fuckable, and it's a good beat for him to follow. And people started tearing him apart. It got so bad that the little sister of the girlfriend saw the post, was like, holy fuck, I know that song. And, and he showed the song to her family. Like, they were talking about his weird taste in music, and he played that song for them. So basically the whole family found out that he was fucking their daughter, sister, whatever, to this song. And so many people were berating this guy that she fucking broke up with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Chick sticks and everything in between. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our salty surprise. And t- on today's episode, mm-hmm. we are going to discuss. So he fuck. Here's the thing. I had this like beginning intro lined up, and then the one salty researcher had to disprove everything I wanted to fucking say. What do you mean? You could just say it. Uh, okay. Well, how did he disprove? Did he like grammatically correct you? Or Not what, grammatically. What do you mean? Okay. So I saw on the interwebs that NASA interwebs. In, on the interwebs <laughs> that NASA originally was created to explore our oceans and then but not long they? after well shh, okay. shut up oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so not long after they started exploring our oceans they decided you know what let's pivot and instead switch it up to space exploration let's Find a way to get the fuck off this planet. So I was going to be like, hmm, what did they see in the oceans that scared them so much that they now want to yeet mankind into space? That was going to be my opening segment to our cryptozoology episode. But apparently my non-facts were not acceptable for the one salty researcher, so he decided to correct me and tell me what NASA actually stands for which I'm still convinced it's nautical um, and space and no there's no space nautical and salt water and salt water <laughs> it's not that acrobatics <laughs> <laughs> yeah Speed, I uh, did a little fact check and it looks like it's not right. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not sure. It's the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. 
According not a call. It's to, not a call. They support research in oceans, and that's on their website, but they don't do them, allegedly. Yes, because they, there's something fucking scary. Because they noped out. Somewhere in the ocean, yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think? The Megalodon. The Megalodon. Is it te- so? Is Megalodon a lore, legend, cryptid? If it technically existed at one point. Well, it did exist at one point. So it was. It's real, but what makes it a cryptid right now is that people say that it's no longer real. But I think that there has to be one out there. Maybe just because I want it to be so bad. You want there to be like a forty foot long shark just like yeah. gelling out there, just no problem. Chilling, yeah, just chilling. All right. What do you think he eats? Uh, ships. Ships. Well, ships, other sharks, maybe. Maybe he's vegetarian. Who knows? Right. So he just literally eats all the seaweed that yeah. there is. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe he's vegan. Maybe he's vegan. Like Maybe th- he's evolved to not need to eat. Right. Maybe it's just through. Salt. He also walks barefoot and eats, drinks pour over coffee, and yeah, likes to talk about Bonnie Vare and he's so old and just so wise. He just wants someone to understand him. Exactly. And you know what, <laughs> Megalodon, I understand you. So, you know what? Next time Sapita's in the ocean, why don't you come up and say hello? Because <laughs> she's dying to meet you, bro. And she really wants to know if you're real or not. <laughs> I, on the other hand, I would like to respect you from afar. Please, please. Don't, don't. say hi. Imagine if the Megalodon came to say hi to me. Sure, I might go out. But I would be proven right to all of those people who thought I was wrong? And, but you know what would happen? Nobody would be like, "Wow, fuck, Sapita, you no, were they'd right." Be they'd like, be like, "Oh my, my god, god, it's, it's real." A, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be worried about you were right. They would be, be worried like, about she that ate a bitch. <laughs> they ate, ate a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I was the bitch at eight because I didn't want to say hi. Exactly, but you know what? I've seen Pinocchio. I know how to get out of the mouth of a. Well, that's a whale, but this is a shark. So, so you just maybe kind of. Handy his uh, uvula a sure, little bit. Sure, yeah. Get him to sneeze. Yeah, give him a little. <laughs> but he doesn't have a blowhole, so you just hope that you get coughed out <laughs> yeah. or you get pooped out and don't die. Oh, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think being in there would be bad enough, but you're right. Being shot out by a shark is just insult to injury at that point. Okay, um, but like, what even is this episode? We were not. <laughs> We're not talking about Megalodon for the next, like, 40 minutes. What are we, what are no, we talking I about? Did, I said cryptozoology. You did? Yeah. Well, what it, is that, though? So it is the... Yeah, I did not write out Oh, the, come on. Isn't it, like, the study of stuff that people says doesn't not, exist, but not it really might? It's really the study of, but It's a collection of the things in the animal kingdom <laughs> that might be real, but aren't, or... You know, for all the research we did, we didn't. We it's a pseudoscience and subculture that searches for and studies unknown, legendary, or extinct animals whose present existence is disputed or unsubstantiated. Unsubstantiated, sorry. Particularly those in pro- popular folklore, and then it lists a couple. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the reason why we decided to do this episode is, you know, think back a couple episodes to the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. episode we noticed that a lot of the things that we kept coming up with that we wanted to talk about were these mythical creatures mm-hmm. and their existence so well like, you know what fuck it let's just make an entire episode dedicated to these guys so here's a question for you before we get into this do mm-hmm. you would you want all of these things on this list no to be real no no, no. not all but there's some that you I want think- some to be real 
Yeah. Oh. I think some might be, too. Okay, we can get into that, I <laughs> <Yeah>. suppose. <laughs> Bitch, don't look at me like this. So I, I know can... we picked five particulars. So we picked five particulars each. Mm-hmm. And then there's a list of others. Of honorable the... mentions. Exactly. It didn't make the cut. Exactly. So do we mention any of the honorable mentions, or do we dive right into... No, let's dive right into our picks. Okay, so can I go first, yeah, then? Yeah, you go first. Okay, I'm going to go first, because I figured it would make sense if I led with probably the biggest crypt- <laughs> cryptid out there, right? I mean... Yeah, the biggest. If you think of, like... <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. If you think of the biggest, like thing if i said hey what's a legend of something that might not be real but people say it's real bigfoot 100 percent, or maybe people say unicorns or something but bigfoot for sure and how many sightings have we had of that bigfoot has been around since we could like write on cave walls that's how long bigfoot lore has been around and it's all over the world a lot of the crap that we found for different cryptids are specific to a certain area but bigfoot is literally all over the world and it just takes on different names and so Bigfoot um, is, in, at least in America, he's primarily found in the Northwest, so Oregon, Washington area. And, of course, he's hanging out in the forests up there, so most of the time people that see him are lumberjacks, campers, hikers, things like that. Um, and he's got all sorts of different titles and is known for being like an, uh, an ape that has more man-like features. He's super tall, seven feet plus really big hands, kind of a protruding brow, like Cro-Magnon. And um, he can potentially be related to some of the other cryptid, uh, blah, 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 little guys running around like a, a Watiko or a Wendigo, which are, I think, like the icy versions of... What about uh, Yeti? That's like another version. I think yeah. that's like the, what, Himalayan version of I a Bigfoot, so, yeah. right? And um, so... But then there's some people that believe that Bigfoot appears in times of danger and that he's a good omen. Um, And then other people believe that he's just a big old hairy fool um, that is running around trying to wreck people. I mean, he's so famous that he's even like the Jack Link's jerky mascot, right? Those commercials where people are... Is he really? Yeah, have you never seen those commercials where it's like, don't mess with Sasquatch and it's campers that are like (laughs) waving beef jerky around and then he like ends up totally wasting the the campsite (laughs) because he gets pissed? No. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, But I did not realize, so Bigfoot, there's like a fan base for this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean... Aren't you part of the fan base? Accidentally, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I got, you bought me that shirt. We talked about a few episodes ago where I said I wanted a shirt that said Bigfoot is real and he tried to eat my ass and, <laughs> and you bought it for me and I have worn it out in public and um, you can tell people are like reading the shirt but trying to make it like <laughs> they're not reading it and it gets a lot of attention and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> but lots of people, I mean, you Bigfoot shirts and socks and clothes and all these different things. There's Bigfoot festivals. And there is a Bigfoot genitals ar- article. So this cryptozoologist wrote a like whole article. He researched other cryptozoologists and was trying to understand what does Bigfoot's dick look like? Why? Why not? Because in all <laughs> those pictures and all those drawings, he's positioned perfectly where you never see his wiener. But he. But we gotta know he's that got, wiener. We gotta know, right? I mean. Bigfoot's been around for this long. He had sex with someone, a lady That's Bigfoot, true. perhaps. 
and we got to know what does it look like naturally. And so the according to that paper, if anybody's now wondering, trying to imagine <laughs> what Bigfoot's penis looks like, all the, five of you, yeah, all five. <laughs> well, let me let me put your five minds at ease. Allegedly, he doesn't have big balls, so what? they're. They're proportionate to his size. Oh, or they're, okay. they're not abnormally large. He's not walking around with like pit bull balls. But it's not abnormally balls. small either, they're right? They're just like kind of, eh, they're not that special. Okay. And I guess the rationale there is that sperm competition is not a driving factor in Bigfoot mating practices, allegedly. <laughs> and therefore, Bigfoot is monogamous or at least <laughs> semi-monogamous. So... If you uh, so are on Mrs. Bigfoot somewhere, maybe. And even if not, if you're on Bumble and you see Bigfoot and you swipe right, you know, he's he's probably, looking for a committed relationship. Yeah, he's dating with intention. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they described the shaft as a. <laughs> you just went for it. What else do you want me to there say? Was no foreplay. They, just, they described the shaft. <laughs> I would like to now talk about his chef. Is that all right? Do I have the floor? Proceed. Proceed. Okay. So his chef, <laughs> just like how, how, I don't know, the reaction I get from you with that word is delicious. Uh, he is apparently a mighty two inches flaccid. Oh, no. Wait, so, isn't he supposed to be huge? Well, I don't know. He, I don't know. It's just the rumor, and I don't know where, <laughs> what these rumors are based on, but that he's two inches flaccid and fully hooded. So he's oh. not circumcised. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense because mm -hmm. <laughs> never and mind. So the the Bigfoot universe, especially the fascination with his penis, is so large that uh, the there's a erotica called Come for Bigfoot. <coughs> and <laughs> it follows some campers that are out, you know, in the northwest camping. And a woman who is a caretaker for a Bigfoot named Leonard, by the way. <laughs> Bigfoot has a name, and it's Leonard. <laughs> and uh, she, the woman kidnap, kidnaps these three women and puts them in a cage and is like, here you go. You can have sex with these girls now. And uh, just to read a little excerpt for you, I know this is kind of a callback to our smut episode, but I just feel like it wouldn't be right if I didn't. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you guys ready? Because it really isn't that. <laughs> it's pretty awful. So <clears throat> the old woman squirted oil. There we are. The young ones always shave. There's a pretty, pu pretty pussy for you, Leonard. <laughs> and uh, so good. He grunted <laughs> and began to rub his meat against her slit, <laughs> coating them both with oil. <laughs> oh, Leonard likes the girls. That's a good boy. You make her feel real nice. <laughs> yeah, and it, it goes into pretty uh, elaborate detail about uh, Bigfoot's sexcapades with these three girls, and it t it it walks a very fine line. I gotta say. I mean, because the conditions under which these sexual encounters are happening, at least initially, and I think this happens a lot in smut, where they're like, "No, I really don't want to do it," and then Bigfoot inserts his penis, and they're like, "Oh, well, wait, hold on a minute, maybe." Which is not real life. No, but, no, I mean, no. But I also imagine it was like that in Icy Planet Barbarians. Yeah, it you, was. It right? was right. So yeah. it's very much in the same vein. So if you're interested, that that is a uh, come for Bigfoot, and. 
Is that are you gonna add it to your to my read list? No, we're still on the smut hiatus. Remember, we're still taking a break. So that was just like a little teaser, a little mm-hmm. reminder to myself uh, why that was uh, something we needed a break from. So, <laughs> so and, and I am certainly not alone in my search history. At least now that uh, Bigfoot smut was now in my search mm-hmm. search history, I'm not the only one. Um, there is a uh, Virginia House of Representatives uh, member, and I don't know if he is still in the um, in the uh, House of Representatives. I don't know. I can't weigh in on that. So if I'm speaking about something that's old news, sorry about it, but I think everybody should know about it. Um, this uh, Virginia House of Representatives guy, when he was running, he, the the big like, smear campaign that came out when he was running was that he was obsessed with Bigfoot and that he wrote Bigfoot uh, erotica. And he wrote a book. I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember the name of it. And it is called, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Bigfoot. Oh, dang it. I can't find it. But it was, it's basically called Bigfoot's Sexual uh, Process and Why Women Want to Have Sex with Him. That's basically what it's called. And so this guy, he got elected, by the way. The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Wanted Him. Thank you. And his name is Dallas Riggle something, right? Denver. Denver, sorry. Riggleman, yeah. Denver Riggleman. He is a congressman from Virginia. House of Representative. Congressman. Is that what you call those guys? I yes. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a House of Representative, goddammit. He's, he's a representative of the House. He's yeah. a congressman. He's a congressman. People you're right. that are in yeah, the Senate right. are senators. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I meant. It's, it's a night episode. What do you want? Whatever. Maybe econ is not my, not econ, government. (laughs) (laughs) Politics? All of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But science. But science. Yeah, I don't even know about that anymore. So, yeah, Bigfoot, uh, well known. Bigfoot and and his big dick. Bigfoot and his big dick. Now, I'm not sure if either are real. I am more titillated by the idea that he's not, but that everybody's obsessed with this, like, hairy ape man with a giant penis. So... Hmm. I don't really care if he's real or not. I don't really think he is. What are your thoughts? Do you think he's real? I think Bigfoot was either a bear, another hiker, or some guy on shrooms thinking that a tree was moving. Oh, actually, that could that could yeah. be it, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the guy's not going to be like, dude, I know what I saw. I was on psychedelics, but I, but know, I know what, what I, I saw. saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think people think that they saw him. Okay, fair. Yeah. I agree. I don't think he's real. No. He might be. If he is, cool. No. Okay, my turn? Oh, I want to hear about it. All right, Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, dude. So I want to get something very clear about the, the name, Loch Ness Monster. So uh, in the Scottish Highlands, Loch is actually a uh, lake. So you're literally so, saying Lake Ness Monster. Yeah, Lake Ness Monster. Um, and... Uh, this is a creature that's been in uh, Scottish folklore since ancient times. Um, there's even uh, local stone carvings from the Pict people, which are the indigenous people or, or the ancient people of the Scottish Highlands, that depicts a beast with flippers. 
Um, The Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie, as it's affectionately called, which I think is super cute. Uh, It's long uh, and it's got, sorry, it's large and it's got a long neck and has one or more humps that protrude from the water. So if you've ever looked at some of those pictures that have been taken of the supposed Loch Ness Monster, many of which have actually been disproved, but that's what it is supposed to look like. Uh, One of the first written accounts of the Loch Ness Monster is from a biography of St. Columba from 565 AD. Um, And it says that basically Columba saved two swimmers, one that had been bitten by the creature, um, and ordered the creature to go back. And (laughs) he just said, go back. Yeah, fuck (laughs) off. And Nessie apparently fucked off. He, he, He left. Um, however, it wasn't until 1933 that Nessie got worldwide attention, uh, in an article, uh, discussing a sightseeing by Aldi McKay. So McKay and her husband, John, were on the A82, which is a road adjacent to Loch Ness that offered an unobstructed view of the lake. Um, and on April 15th, 1933, She's, well, as they were driving by, she saw a large beast or whale-like fish. And it was the... So she described it to this reporter. And in this article, this was the first time the word monster was used to describe the creature. Hmm. Uh, in the late eight, 1980s, though, McKay admitted that she had heard of the, the beast in the lock well before her sighting. So she knew that there was supposed to be a monster in there or a beast in there. And then when she claimed she saw it, so so she still stands by it, stands you know firm and says, mm-hmm. you know, I saw, I saw I this saw it. thing. But <clears throat> so, how old would the Loch Ness monster be technically? So it would it would be ancient, theoretically. Right. Could yeah. is that possible? Can something live that long? Or is like the Loch Ness monster? Is there two down there? And yeah, they're just having maybe, babies and, and maybe and they're just having babies. I, I will get into different theories, and I do think that one of those theories, um, like, I created my own theory based off of some ev- evidence, so. Damn, you actually yeah. got, like, into this conspiracy I did. shit. Okay. I did, yeah. I figured, why not dive deep? and Deeper than NASA ever deeper, went, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll see what scared the shit out of them. <laughs> so, obviously, there have been a number of searches done in that lake. Nothing has been found. There's been no proof whatsoever of a beast living down there. There are some explanations to the various eyewitness statements. Uh, The first one that I think is probably most likely is the eye sees what it wants. So you'll see something in there. It'll be for a split second. And if you really, really want it to be Loch Ness, Mm. you can try to justify it in your brain. Um, there have also been misidentifications of known animals, so like bird wakes, eels, elephants, Greenland shark, or um, Wells catfish. Uh, there can be misidentification of inanimate objects or effects, so like trees, optical, uh, opti- fuck. optical <laughs> effects. I'm just not doing well right now. Not any worse than me. I couldn't think Dude. of the word congressman. <laughs> You kept After saying you the it. representative, and like House of Representative, and I was like, did she, did she forget that a congressman? It, I or, did, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last I, inanimate object that it could be is seismic gas. 
Um, in 2018, researchers conducted a DNA survey of Loch Ness to determine what organisms actually live in the waters. There were no such signs of a large animal found. However, mm-hmm. they did find quite a few eels. Ah, okay. Uh, so my theory is that that those humps or mm-hmm. you know what they what people think they might be seeing when they see Nessie could be eels swimming, swimming. Oh, that's and actually it, a pretty good theory, right? And there are quite a few eels, so. Now, in the early 21st century, it was thought that the legend of the Loch Ness Monster has helped contribute nearly $80 million annually to, the Scotland, to Scotland's economy. So, Damn. real or not, this thing is racking in the money. So, I bet, what if scientists, they go in and they test the waters. Let's say there was proof, right? Mm-hmm. You think they would say anything? Yeah. Or would they rather he, keep watching? No, wouldn't that double then? If they did find stuff about Nessie. I guess that's um, true. Yeah, there really is a Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. $160 million annually. Easy. Okay, so then you're right. Maybe they would. Maybe they're trying to find she's real. Yeah, Prove yeah. she's real. But, again, I think it all comes down to the mind wants to see what it wants to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eels might... From a distance. It could be. Yeah. It could be anything. Maybe there was an eel in the woods and somebody confused it for Bigfoot's penis, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe it was a a snake. Maybe it was a giant, you know, king cobra. That's it. Because that's all that I want Sasquatch to have, Mm -hmm. uh, king cobra. Um, Speaking of snakes. Okay. So there's a lot of, I feel like you could categorize cryptid shit from what I've seen into like. Di- like five different categories mm-hmm. there's like snake things there's mammal things there's things that fly things in the water yeah and reptile things and then that's pretty much it and there's just variations thereof yeah there's this south african one it's like so visually odd and i don't even know how they came up with this but it's called the groot slang and it's supposed to be this primordial snake so huge, huge, and it has the head of an elephant, basically, but like the jaw and body of a snake. You Google that shit if you're like curious. Like big ass ears and a trunk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has like tusks and stuff. Actually, it doesn't have a trunk, but it has like the, the tusk and the ears. Okay. Uh, and then the big body of a snake. And so the, the story goes that for generations uh, back... When gods ruled the world, there were these Groot slangs, and they were too deadly, too big, too cunning, whatever, to exist. And the gods were like, hmm, maybe we made a mistake and shouldn't have made that. So the gods said, okay, Groot slang, you can be an elephant and you can be a snake, but you can't be both. And so they worked about splitting up the Groot slang into its respective animals, and they got to keep some of their size and strength and whatever. And that's how we see the different types of elephants, different types of snakes. But one little sneaky Groot slang, he uh, escaped. And <laughs> he's like, I want the best of both worlds. Yeah, I he's want like, giant ears. Fuck, fuck this. Why are you trying to take away my power? And he snuck away and went down into the earth and hid. And so where he's at, allegedly, uh, is in this cave that is supposed to have millions of diamonds 
in Richtersveld, South Africa. And South Africa is a large uh, producer of diamonds. And so I guess over the centuries, lots of different adventurers or you know gem enthusiasts, uh, hunters, whatever, they've gone down into these caves, into the Richtersveld uh, caves, caverns, looking for stuff. And it all results in real-life uh, disappearances. Now, is it because the really? caves are huge and confusing and everybody gets lost seems like probably the more likely option but these people that keep disappearing that going into the uh, going into the caves it just fuels that claim that the Groot slang is just waiting down there so he's basically like a basilisk with a uh elephant head yeah with floppy ears yeah yeah basically and yeah if you google it it's pretty (coughs) ugly looking i don't even know where this came from, how they came up with this, but Grootslang. Have they done any like ex- like expeditions to see? Um, I don't know. I just know that like people that go in there on their own, so like adventurers or people okay, like looking for diamonds, they just don't come back. Ooh. I don't know if any formal expeditions. I mean, search parties, I guess, sure, but but no, no formal like how far? Because the the rumor is is that the cave is endless. And it goes down to the center of the earth where the Groot slang is. Okay. That's the rumor. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm not going in there. Fuck that. No, I don't I think he's real, not. but also. Caves. Fuck caves. Yeah. I, I don't know. Caves are just kind of like a no for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know what? A good way to try to stay alive is, <laughs> is avoid, avoid caves. caves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have the Chupacabra on my list, Ooh. which is translated into Goat Sucker. And that's because they are thought to suck the blood dry from different goats, farm animals, small animals, like pets. So it's like a very specific kind of vampire. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay. Um, It was first sighted or first reported sighting was in 1995 in Puerto Rico. Um, And... The descriptions kind of vary. So some people say that it's reptilian. Others say it's alien-like. Most say it's about three to four feet tall. Um, But it's generally a heavy creature the size of a small bear uh, with, like, a roll of spines along its back to the base of its tail. Um, The chupacabra has been seen as far south as Chile and as far north as Maine. Wow. Yeah. It covers some pretty wide ground covers a lot of ground. Um, speaking of covering a lot of ground, it's also been reportedly seen in other countries, including Russia and the Philippines. Oh, shit. Um, people have taken photos of what they consider to be a chupacabra. Now, the, the, the thing about this myth is that it could be this idea or this fictional character that's been made up of something that is very much real. So a lot of people think that it's possibly a canine of some sort with um, mange. Mm. So like just just a very sick, mm-hmm. large canine. Um, others think that the chupacabra could be a coyote-wolf hybrid. And the stories of it sucking blood are exaggerated, but if it is a coyote-wolf or, yeah, coyote-wolf hybrid, it would obviously attack, you know, the, the livestock and small animals. And pets, so. Damn. I think I dated a chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) You might have, actually. (laughs) No, they just sucked the life out of me. They didn't suck the blood. (laughs) But, uh, so, 
So chupacabra is traditionally a Latin myth then, right? It's traditionally a Latin myth. However, there I mean, there have been sightings as far north mm-hmm. as, I mean, from And it's Russia. not called something different if it's in, no, like, No, I think America. it's called chupacabra. Okay. As, as so far as I know, it's not called anything else. From, like, North America to South America, it's all the same. Yeah. Well, that's another one where I'm like, you know what? Uh, a variation, possibly, but maybe not a reptilian, like, blood sucking yeah maybe there's like some variation or mutations of already known predators i like the coyote wolf hybrid theory that makes sense right and i think people are just being dramatic about the blood sucking unless this thing's like completely drained and like Mm -hmm. it looks like a hollow shell like a raisin of a cow or whatever then it was was, uh imhotep it was (laughs) the mummy's coming back call brendan frazier (laughs) he's the only one that can save us well, I, uh, so the one next one I have, unless, do you have anything else on Chupacabra? No, that's it. Okay. So that one, Chupacabra is like all over the place. He covers pretty yeah. wide area of ground. So this one that I have here, he resides in one area only. He's only ever been seen in one area and he's been around for a very long time. Um, so in 1735, a.k.a. a long fucking time ago, Mm -hmm. um, there was a woman known only as Mother Leeds. And uh, she, I don't know if she was getting around or if she just had good birthing hips or whatever it was, but she found out that she was going to be giving birth to her 13th child. And she was just, mm -hmm, and she was just not vibing. And uh there was talk around the town about where the child had come from. Why was she having 13 kids? These things. And the rumor is that Mother Leeds exclaimed, let it be the devil, when she found out. Right? So she goes and she has this kid. And the baby, supposedly, was born with a tail, wings, hooves, and then flew up the chimney as soon as it was born. She gave birth to Hellboy? Basically. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the supposed night that the Jersey Devil was born. So if you've ever wondered why the New Jersey hockey team is called the Devils, that is why. It's based on that lore. And... There's that's the most popular story as to where the the Jersey Devil came from. Some say it was a town that put a curse on this little girl who fell in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War. So that would mean that the New Jersey Devil was born around the Revolution and not in 1735. Um, There's also a rumor that uh, there was a gypsy woman um, and she cursed a girl because she didn't give the gypsy food. So there, there's a lot of cursing going around. Mm-hmm. And so they think the Jersey Devil is related to either a woman cursing herself or someone cursing a woman, basically. But it was like a baby that was born in the image of Satan. Yep, pretty much. And so if we went back in time, maybe the baby was just deformed, you know? Yeah. And then just a really bad game of telephone happened. But... What uh, has happened over time is that people have seen weird sightings, and this um, only occurs in New Jersey in Pine Barrens, which is near Leeds Point, which is a very more, uh, it's a more remote mm-hmm. part of New Jersey. And so when people go over there, they see this weird winged creature flying through the sky, 
but the winged creature has like, you know, hooves dangling. It'll zip in front of their cars or it'll zip into the trees. They hear these really weird cries and noises. Um, this is especially true for campers and hikers and things. People that are tend to be out in these more remote areas of New Jersey. Yeah. And the most recent sighting, and this may not be true now, but according to the... Uh, the like log that I saw of sightings for the New Jersey devil. It was back in like 2015. And this guy was driving on this road near a golf course in that area. And he saw what he thought was a llama walking in and out of the tree line on the side of the road. And then he saw the creature just like spread some wings and fly away. And he captured the image with his cell phone and the video went viral I saw that shit. I don't know. (laughs) I remain entirely unconvinced. I don't know. I think the realest version of the Jersey Devil is uh, on the NHL jerseys. (laughs) That is probably as close as it gets for me. But there's also a roller coaster in uh, Six Flags Great Adventure that was open last year called the Jersey Devil Coaster. Are you like? Is it like you're flying? Are you laying down? No, but it's oh. a single railroad co- roller coaster, and the front of it has the devil like figure. Oh. So, uh, interesting. Could it be a bat? Like a really weird shaped bat? Maybe. Like maybe like there's a big some... bat. Maybe there's like a big popu- like a population of like a very large bat. Maybe in that area. I mean, yeah, I guess it's entirely possible because otherwise, this like bat or whatever this devil man is like. How how old? Three hundred years old. Yeah. So I don't know. He probably it, I don't know. He's if he probably can, not vibing, man. No, he probably just wasn't walking in and out of the tree line. He probably <laughs> at least had a walker with him. So I don't know. Hard for me to believe. A tab of like tinge of like osteoporosis, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got to take his metamucil. So I don't. New Jersey Devil. I don't know. I don't think he's real. But if he's real, then he can visit you when we go to. Pine you see the megalodon? What? No, like we're gonna take a trip to Pine Barrens. He can visit you. Why are we going to New Jersey? Oh, you've got family there, right? Maybe, or maybe we're taking a, a vacation to lovely Pine Barrens, going New Jersey. Six Flags Great Adventure, going yeah. on Jersey Devil roller coaster. Yeah, and then he can say hi to you. I don't want to say hi to him, but I want to find yeah. out if he's real, so he can say hi to you. <laughs> Why am I the sacrifice in this group? Well, I mean, you're the sacrifice right now. Dan's the sacrifice when we need good harvest. That's Fine. true. <laughs> <laughs> Please be a good harvest. Please be a good harvest. <laughs> He's outside doing rain dances and <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, is, is that everything for... That's everything okay. I have. Mine's yep. going to be really short because everyone knows what the Kraken is. <gasps> a sea monster of enormous size that lives off of the coast of Norway, and it can pull down entire ships. Can I tell you that Nor- you say Norway and I'm like, wait, really? Because like my entire Apparently Kraken lore is pretty much is based on Pirates, Pirates of the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, essentially the Kraken is just a big, angry octopus squid thing, which honestly could be true. Maybe. Could I mean, there true. are giant squid. There are. So why not giant octopus? What? Isn't it one of the Titans? So the Kraken is supposed to be one of the Titans. Yes. That being said, I'm surprised you don't remember that line. What do you mean? It's a Liam Neeson line. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Liam Neeson's not in Pirates of the Caribbean. No, but he's, he's in, in that that, um, uh, that God's movie, the Greek yeah, God's that, movie. Um, Clash of the Titans. No, yeah, Clash, Clash of, the of the Titans. Titans. Yeah, literally. 
Who watched that movie? It was like huge Dan. when it came out. I didn't. What's I haven't it? even seen it, but that trailer was okay. Hold everywhere. on, hold on. Have you seen it? No. Okay, but and you, you haven't. You literally seen it. named it because that's like the only Greek god movie I could think of that had Titans in it, other than Hercules. I just remember that that trailer, like release the so Kraken. No one's was actually memed. seen it, but people know release the Kraken. Sure, it's like a super famous tagline in the trailer. Exactly, it did its job. <laughs> Whatever, dude. The Kraken's real. I mean, it's a giant squid, and maybe at that time that the lore was created, that squid had a vendetta. It was pissed off. Maybe a boat ran over its second cousin Mildred. No shit, <laughs> not Mildred. Damn. So. Maybe. I mean, Moby Dick, right? That's exactly. supposed to be, well, it's kind of based on that book in the heart of the sea yeah. where the whale was like, you want to kill me? Fuck you guys. Yeah. And just wasted that ship. So maybe there, yeah, maybe at there one a time, yeah. was some giant octopus that like, was like bumped into you. a boat and like broke it open or something. Yeah. And then of course somebody got traumatized and like blew up the story and like, you know, bad yeah. game of telephone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Does he exist now? I don't know. But there's maybe. giant squids and just don't piss them off. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have Kraken 2. Nope. Revenge of the Calamari. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Savita. <laughs> you can write our, our movie that we're going to direct. All right, I'll do it. Dan can be our damsel in distress, our lead damsel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> shellfish. No, it's not shellfish. <laughs> he's he's got to save. He's the only one that can save the boat, but he has a severe shellfish a- allergy or, or a <laughs> severe. Know, but, but you could say that I'm the damsel in distress. Oh my, oh my god. god! What's your next one? <laughs> do, 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 do. Way to ruin the shit. <laughs> so I mentioned Jersey Devil. He yeah. exists in uh, what is it? Pine shit. Shady pines. Shady no. pines. No, that's the second. <laughs> that is the retirement home in Golden Girls. <laughs> Pine Barrens. So there's another uh, odd fellow who resides in uh, the eastern part of the United States, and this is none other than the Mothman. And Mothman is just a man with moth wings and red eyes. He's like Mm -hmm. this weird little humanoid guy. But if you look at pictures, man is ripped. He is. He's pretty shredded. Um, But some pictures he does look like skinny Jesus. (laughs) But in a lot, most of the pictures he does look like super ripped. Uh, and he resides in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, so uh, out in the boonies. And so allegedly, Mothman made his appearance in the 60s, mid-60s. And the rumor is that he came from either the depths of hell or the upper echelons of space. So, Which one do you think? I think that he... Came out of some guy wearing a Halloween costume. I don't know. I, I, it, no, he's a barn owl. He's a barn owl, mm-hmm. but isn't Mothman supposed to be like seven feet tall? They're big ass fucking owls. Are they like, seven like, feet tall? No, but they're Sita? like three feet tall. Let me, and let me tell you, eyes. if I saw a seven foot owl, I'm not afraid of owls, but if I saw a seven no, foot tall owl. No, but if you saw owl, a three foot tall owl, you'd shit your pants. No. Imagine being just like minding your own business in the woods. Big ass fucking owl comes out it at flies you. Flies at me. Would you keep looking at it, or would you turn around and start running? And be like, it was a seven foot creature. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the guy that says I ran because I ran away from an owl. <laughs> you you make a point. Uh, n- I never thought about what I would feel like if an owl flew at me, but now I do feel like I would be a little scared. 
as a Persian person, ah, uh, because owls your pants. we talked about this. They're bad omens, yep, right? Totally bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure those claws, they could probably tear through. Oh, my delicate yeah. meat. So 100%. I don't want to fuck around and find out. But Mothman, maybe he's an owl. Maybe he's a Mothman. He appeared in the '60s, and so the people to happen upon him first were Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Millette. And they were, I don't know, on a double date or doing whatever. And they're coming down the road in their car. And they were passing this abandoned armory building. And they saw this menacing figure, right? Six, seven feet tall. And then had these giant bright red eyes, which were they actually red? Or were they like my eyes whenever you shine bright light and then they turn Turn, red? Your eyes turn red? If you take a picture, if you have a really bright flash and take a picture of me, my eyes look red. So like. That happens a lot with people that have lighter eyes. Right then? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Honestly, okay. maybe. Jury's still out on it, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, panic, right? Because who wants this big winged creature with red eyes uh, in front of their car? And so the driver, Roger, he sped away and the creature followed them. So he rose up and started uh, running. However, he was able to keep pace with them very easily, even though he was running. And the car had reached 100 miles an hour. So apparently Mothman can run 100 miles an hour, which that seems... Okay, Usain Bolt over here. Oh, you too? You can run 100? Oh, I thought you said... I thought you said same boat. Like <laughs> like you no. you were trying to tell me that you could run 100 miles an hour. <laughs> no, I, I walk... I run at a brisk... Three miles an hour, maybe? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, Sapita's on the list of cryptids. <laughs> and uh, so Mothman, uh, there have been sightings since then. I don't know if people just wanted to feel included, made that shit up, or if, you know, but everything's the same. Winged creature, always fucking with their cars, jumps on their cars, scratches their cars, follows them. It's always with the cars. That's like the big one. Or maybe people are like kind of off the side of the road a little bit, and then they hear some weird noise in the in the forest. But most of the time, it's with the cars. So these, I don't know how this happened, why it happened, whatever. But Mothman lore appreciation has blown up. There is like a museum in uh, Point Pleasant. You can go there and there's all this Mothman memorabilia and research and accounts of. of I really want to go. To West Virginia? We'll go. To West. Oh, shit. You said it's West Virginia? No, mm-hmm. never mind. <laughs> uh, why not? I'll go. West Virginia Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 hold on. Maybe, may, if you're on the fence, maybe this will sell it for all you. Right, all right. There is a Mothman festival every year in Point Pleasant. People dress up as Mothman. They dance and celebrate Mothman. And it's always September 17th and 18th. Oh, shit. Or it's, like, it's that weekend, whatever, you know, the third weekend in September is. So by the time this episode. You mean in a week. Yeah. yeah, so oh, by the, when, when this airs, it, it will have, been, have happened. Yeah. So, you know, if we could make it happen, I would make it happen, and we could check out Mothman. But yeah, maybe, you want to check it out this next week? No, I don't think <laughs> we can. We'll have to put it on the calendar. Maybe we can have a follow-up episode. The broads meet the moth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did kill a moth a couple weekends ago. I did. I smashed a huge moth with uh, the One Salty Researcher's sandal. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I got to say, I got to be careful about if we go to Point Pleasant because Ew, yeah. I didn't actually kill the moth. You didn't? I mostly killed him. <laughs> oh, no. You yeah. let him die? Well, I, 
was just I got distracted by something else and so I walked away. And uh, I feel, you know, like when you uh, a dog can smell other dogs on oh, you. Oh, yeah. I think Mothman might be able to smell the blood of the 100%. moth on me. Because here's the thing. You didn't need to kill that moth either. I did. You hunted him down. I did. I, I did. It was a <laughs> glory kill. It was a vain <laughs> kill. It was not a necessity. He wasn't inconveniencing me, inconveniencing me anyway. No. He just, I didn't feel huge. like he yeah. needed to be where he was. Yeah. And so he was... I made sure he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly wasn't. <laughs> well, mostly, yeah. He uh, was unable to go where I didn't want him to be. We'll leave it at that. And so I think Mothman will be able to smell that. And so that's probably why I can't yeah. go to Point Pleasant. <laughs> yeah, you might want to I'll stay on the it. outskirts of town, and you guys can tell me how the festival was. That That's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so who you got? So I have the bunyip. The, the bunion? The bun yip. Oh, the bun yip. Yep. Okay. So in case you need another reason to stay away from Australia, I mean, like, no shade looks like an awesome place. Like, the people, the mm-hmm. food, like. But, like, why but is like everything trying to kill you? Yeah, like, why right? the fuck is everything trying to kill you? So this is a creature that lives in the Australian swamps, creeks, and watering holes. And it's mostly written about and found in traditional Aboriginal uh, beliefs and stories. Okay. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to describe it now, right? Yeah. So it's got dark fur, a face like a dog, sharp teeth and claws. Um, Some people said that it has flippers, tusks, and horns. But whatever it is, if, if you get close enough to get a good look, it's probably already too late because it does eat people. And it's mostly known to eat women and children. Uh, rude. Why? Right. I think it's just because we're smaller and easier. Ah, uh, easier to... Mm. Yeah. Okay. It also could have been a lore to keep kids away from... From, like, you know, water? Water, just because alligators, like... Mm. You know. Okay, okay. Um, so the earliest written account was in a newspaper article in 1845... There were some findings of fossils uh, near Geelong. Uh, when the bones were shown to an Aboriginal man, he immediately recognized it as the bunyip. When we, he was asked to draw it, the newspaper said it looked like it had the head of an emu and the body and legs of an alligator. So it had thick, short hind legs in the back and long legs, long legs in the front. It had long claws. Apparently, it swims like a frog. And if it's standing on its hind legs, it can stand up to 12 to 13 feet tall. What the hell? Yeah. So I got to tell you, I Googled bunyip because like you, there's the different versions of it, right? You yeah. Said horns, tusks. Yeah. And some of them are infinitely more terrifying than others. There is a what's called a Murray Bridge bunyip. And it's a... it's Yeah, it's like a creepy ass... It's like, a thing in Australia you can go see. Yeah. Like a statue. Yeah. This thing is like deteriorated and it's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, have you ever heard of submechophobia where people are afraid of underwater animatronics? That's one. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no, that, thing that is not thing, normal. It's terrifying. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. <laughs> so, in January of 1846, a weird-looking skull was found in... Uh, New South Wales. Ooh. And the person who found it also said that the native said it was a bunyip. So, I don't know, my dude. Mm. Like, it could they be found some sort of weird alligator hybrid. It could be, you know, it could be at this point extinct. It could be real. It could not be real. But the Aborigines people 
seem to swear by it. So I don't know. I know what I saw, uh, and that if it's the bunyip looks anything like that, that little tourist attraction that they have, I don't ever want to find one of those. Here's the thing about the bunyip. You really shouldn't get close to any watering hole areas in Australia anyway. This is coming from someone who has never been. So um, you're the authority on this yeah, then, clearly. But <laughs> alligators are definitely a thing. Mm, so mm-hmm. even if it was a lure created to keep kids away from these areas because they didn't want to be killed by alligators, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just weird-looking alligators. Who the maybe. fuck knows, but... Yeah, or maybe like when people, whoever saw the alligator first described it and they didn't describe it very well. Yeah. Right? And so people were like, well, what the hell did you see? And then, you know, I don't know, maybe it's something Mm -hmm. like that. I could see Australia having some kind of crazy shit, though, like, you know, some pouncing water spider that lives in there they and probably shoots do. acid venom out of its yeah. eyes when it jumps out i could see something wild I mean, they like have that. uh swooping birds like it's a season of them too and they just like peck at people's heads <laughs> and it's a fucking season of them they have like flying spiders that's another season <laughs> you know what no. Australia is too metal for me. Like, <laughs> I'm looking for the the yacht rock living or like the easy listening station. They they are full metal out there. Yeah, why can't I just Mm-mm. pet one of the cute fluffy animals that's not trying to kill me and just? I feel like even the cute fluffy ones got other they motives. Might. Yeah, they you know? might. That's how they I draw mean, you in. Kangaroos, dude. Those things are jacked. Mm-hmm. They'll wreck your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But they're also them. apparently roadkill. Like you, people just run over kangaroos. Yeah. Damn. I would feel so bad. I know, right? <laughs> you just leave it? Dang. No, I don't want to think about that. That's making me sad. All right, then um, what's your next one? So this is my last one. Okay. Uh, I saved this one for last just because I feel like it's pretty famous. And why I'm not going to get too into um, like the specifics because I feel like people are very well aware of what they are and, and who they are and things like that. Um, so mermaids. Sirens or just mermaids, or are they the same thing? They're not the same. Um, I'm using mermaids as a blanket statement. A siren is a kind of a mermaid. Okay. Uh, so these guys have been around pretty much as long as we've been thinking about the water. Um, the first recorded version of anything related to mermaids was 1000 BC, so quite a long time ago. And there was a goddess, so this is uh, non-Christian um, lore, and the goddess's name, I'm going to totally butcher it, but Atargatis, Atargatis, if that's if you're a lore person and I butchered that, sorry, not sorry. It was a really hard name to pronounce, and she dove into the lake and became a fish, and she just wanted to be a fish, and the gods would not allow her to give up her beauty and just become a fish, so they're like, bitch you got to be half a fish. So she had to keep her top half as a fish, as a person, as a goddess, and then um, the bottom half became a fish. And so that is one of the first recorded instances of mermaid lore. And so since then, there have been a bajillion different versions of it. I think the most common one we think of is sailors out on the water, and they're going places, and then they hear you know some beautiful song. So this is the sirens ride, and then the sirens lure them in with the song, and then boom, craggy shoals, and then mm. the ship sinks. Or they swim up to the boat and then pull the sailor in, thinking that they're going to get a nice fishy kiss, and then mm. they get pulled to their death. And mm. then the mermaids collect the shiny treasure because they're fascinated by shiny things. 
The interesting, which like what woman isn't, you know? I mean, maybe that's like where we get it from. Maybe we're mm. all related to a targetess or whatever her impossible <laughs> name is. <laughs> and mermaids, so they are much like Bigfoot. They are everywhere. I think pretty much every mm-hmm. nation, every culture has some version of mermaid uh, lore. So in Japan, they have one, but the fish part uh, is a it's a fish but with just a human face hmm. and it has a monkey mouth and sometimes horns and fangs hmm. so not the depiction of youth and beauty like you traditionally think um, Scotland has a version and they uh, hang out in the water and they look like seals and then they shed that seal like skin to become humans on land so they can walk among people uh, in South Africa, they're more known as water spirits um, or snake charmers. They're like cheeky and um, they can take full human form, but never fully human. So there's always something a little off with them. Um, and then there's, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. My favorite, um, and I actually don't know culturally where, uh, who originated it, but you know, the Starbucks mermaid, mm-hmm. how she has the two tails. You don't yeah. see the it's full Persian. mermaid. That's Persian. Yeah. I oh, think so. Yeah. Dang. That's so cool. I didn't know that. I think so. So the two tailed mermaid, the Starbucks mermaid, very, very popular. Um, but we don't see the whole emblem or the whole mermaid in their symbol and what, and it's probably for good reason because what is in between the two tails is a fishy vagina. So the the biggest connection with mermaids is that they're a, a symbol of youth, beauty, desire, lust, things like that. And um, so these men pictured the, these uh, mermaids with the two tails. And these two-tailed mermaids are often depicted holding their tails open. Um, and there's like a, a gap or a hole in the middle, which is supposed to suggest, uh, the vagina or whatever. And, um, so the, the most likely, uh, from what I've seen reasoning behind people thinking that there were mermaids is sailors. Again, the eye sees what Mm -hmm. it wants. You're out, you're, you probably have scurvy. You're starting to go a little cuckoo. You're staring at nothing but a bunch of crusty old dudes in water for months on end, and you see a manatee. That's what I was going to say. I heard the mm-hmm. manatee. I don't know what it is about a manatee that... Maybe because it, it has soft curves. Maybe. And if you have cabin fever, those soft <laughs> curves start to look really nice. <laughs> I'm not sure. I shudder to think what <laughs> what sexual <laughs> feelings people had towards manatees but or, or other uh, fish creatures, mammalian creatures were mistaken for mermaids. I would love it if these bitches existed because that's pretty cool. Yeah. If these like watery, sexy little beings were laying waste to sailor dudes. I don't know. Something about that feels pretty cool. Sorry. Sorry, sailor guys, but that's pretty cool. Or even if there was like a whole Atlantic, you know, Atlantica or Atlanta city and mermaids are running around. I think that would be pretty cool. I could get behind that. Yeah. Oh, I met, I met a mermaid. What? I met a mermaid. What do you mean? Yep. <laughs> I uh, So this is how I know mermaids are probably real, because I met one. So I worked an event, and they it was like a you know banquet, and they hired a mermaid. So we, we know what those are, you know, the people that entertain at parties yeah. and things like that. And she was one of them. 
And she came in and so we were hired to like be her safety handlers, basically just like watch her, make sure that she didn't die basically. Cause she's, you know, just free holding her breath and swimming and doing things oh, like, like that. So you have your scuba gear. Mm-hmm. In there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so she puts on her silicone tail and her makeup and all these things. And I tell her like, how I said for your other parties where you're not in like a backstage area. So like, let's say you're doing a corporate event in like a hotel pool or you're doing a birthday party or something and they have to bring you out to the pool. I said, how do you gracefully kind of keep that image of being a mermaid and carry yourself out there? Cause you can't walk out there. So just, I said, does someone carry you? Do you have like a fancy little prop that you sit on, you know, so people can see that you're not a real mermaid mm-hmm. and they don't ruin the image. And she looked at me dead, dead ass. Like she looked at me and was like, I am a mermaid. And I, and I, I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. But like, so how do you get, how, but how do you get in there without people figuring out, you know, without ruining the image? How do you do it? And she was like, I am a mermaid. She like wouldn't answer my question. And she just kept saying she was a mermaid. And I thought that was very odd. <laughs> it felt very unnecessary. Cause like, if you're real, I saw you put on the silicone tail. I watched yeah. you. I helped you. I, 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 I'm, no, I'm no genius because I forgot the word congressman, but I, I do know that real mermaids have tails that human beings don't have to help put them on. I know that much. And so I met one, though, allegedly. allegedly. She's real. Yeah. Walking out there among us, pretending like, to be a mermaid, but she's a real one. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, she. Yeah. Let her uh, live her life, man. I guess, yeah. Her little fishy life. Okay, so what do you have? All right. That. So my last one is the Mongolian death worm. Oh shit! That's what we're going out with. <laughs> we're going out with. We're the going Mongolian out with, death a, worm. with the what slimy a, bang. What dude. the hell is them? <laughs> so apparently, oh it lives in the Gobi Desert. Okay. And it first came to Western attention uh, in pa- uh, paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrews' book called "On the Trail of Ancient Man." where he describes legends of a monster by those who said they've never seen it, but they very much believe in in its existence. They describe it as being shaped like a sausage, two feet long. Um, It has uh, no head and no legs. And it's so poisonous that, like, to merely touch it means instant death. Oh. Um, It can travel underground and it creates waves in the sand on the surface. And it can kill at a distance by either spraying venom at its victim or prey or by electric discharge. With Which, like, when I read that, I was like, what, like, er- Emperor Palpatine? Like, <laughs> fucking, I, I don't know. Um, there have been numerous expeditions to find this. And nobody's found it, huh? Nobody's found it. No it was even one. on a show called Destination Truth, I think. They didn't find it. I don't know. I, I don't know if, you know, it's based off of a venomous snake that mm. was found in the area. or Maybe. Or what, what about, so you know those movie Tremors? Yeah. Is that inspired by the Mongolian death worm? It could be. I, I didn't find any correlation, mm. but that was the first thing I thought of. It was too. Tremors, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And the only evidence for this creature has been sightings and stories from locals. No photographs uh, or remains have ever been found. So because of the lack of hard evidence, it is widely accepted as just being a legend. Unlike some of our other 
Uh, I don't know, man. I think this one sounds real. I'm going with it. Yeah, <laughs> this is the one that you get. This is the one. <laughs> the Mongolian deathworm's fucking real, and I'll prove it. Yeah, you catch gonna... me in the Gobi Desert. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get my your little know. like scanner. I'm gonna get my little like a uh, detector. I'm gonna get a little sand pail, and I'm just gonna start digging. I'm gonna find him. You watch. Well, if you find any gold, I'll take that because you're really in it for the true treasure, right? <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> Dan, do we have time to go over some of the uh, honorable mentions? Ooh. Or just name them. No? Name them? Okay. Dragons. Yes, they existed. They were T-Rexes. No, the, um, what? Whoa, whoa. No. Love, no. Loveland. <laughs> You're just going to gloss over that? Yeah. T-Rexes were not dragons. There have been myths of dragons since early days. And I think it's because... T-Rexes. T-Rexes. They don't have wings, bro. No, no, they have little arms, but it could have been cartilage and fur. Because dinosaurs could have been birds. Ergo, right. T-Rex right. could have been a dragon. Well, the new Jurassic World movie, I know what they're doing. Exactly. What? I don't think there is going to be... Whatever. A- They'll reboot the series. I'm sure. They're not done. There's no way. Or maybe I'll write it. You do it. Then. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. Okay, what else? Okay, there's a Loveland frog, which is a four-foot-tall humanoid frog found in Loveland, Ohio. Um, there is, I'm just going through this, the Beast of Bodmin Moor, a wild cat that lives in Cornwall. Um, British big cats, sightings of large cats, often described as panthers, pumas, or black cats in the British Isles. Um, Dover Demon, a 17-year-old Billy Bartlett chased a creature through the woods on April 21st, 1977. When the creature stopped and stared at him, he decided decided it was a good time to run away. Described as a large-eyed creature with tendril-like fingers and glowy eyes. That just sounds like that guy, uh, Salad Fingers. Yeah, it probably was Salad Fingers. It was Salad Fingers. Uh, Skunk Ape. It's kind of like Bigfoot, but I'm assuming it smells. Yep, it smells like a skunk. (laughs) <laughs> um, owl man, large human-sized owl creature found in Cornwall, also known as Mothman. <gasps> no, I'm There's just saying. There's a Cornwallian Mothman. <laughs> Dang it! I thought there was only one. Um, unicorn, horse-like creature with a single horn on top of its front head. Um, and then there's the I can't you can't pronounce so Cola Yeah, it's a living fossil. Oldest found fossil is about 410 million year, years old, and it was discovered living off the coast of South Africa in 1938. And cryptozoologists often use this as an example that cryptoids c- could be real, because if this animal could live undetected for millions of years through multiple mass extinction events, why couldn't other cryptoids do something similar? I suppose. Okay. Do we, question, do we have a mighty morphing power, Daddy? And if not, I mean, I don't. Okay, so then we're gonna do it different. Oh shit! Who? <laughs> I'm taking over. <laughs> You're this. doing this. Oh god. No, I'm, we're not gonna do what I originally okay, suggested. Okay, thank God. We're not gonna play fuck kill Mary <laughs> with cryptoids <laughs> or cryptids. Sorry, um, that was my original idea, and I know you weren't crazy about it. So we're just gonna <laughs> table it for another day. Um, you're gonna pick a mighty morphin power cryptid, and I'm gonna pick a mighty morphin power cryptid. Maybe it means you just think they're charismatic. Maybe it means <laughs> um, like who are you? Who are you hanging out with? Maybe it leads to who a am I passionate. Out with? Yeah, maybe it leads to a night of passion 
Maybe it doesn't. We don't know. Why would it lead to Night of Passion? You know, this is Mighty I, Morphin Power Cryptids. Ever this since I saw a picture of Nessie, I always thought it'd be fun to ride on its back. Okay. Do you think you could survive a sexual encounter with no, Nessie? I, no, no. <laughs> <and laughs> It would be fun to ride on Nessie's back, though. (laughs) Yeah, it would. Very much never-ending story. Ah. Totally not. Mm -hmm. Chuck Tingle book. (laughs) Chuck Tingle, we have a new new idea for you, so feel free. Um, I I wanted to pick Mothman because, like you said, he's ripped. He's ripped, yeah. So maybe he knows what to do. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. He's just nice to look at. And he could fly. He could carry me around. That being said, I think I'm going to have to switch it to mermaids slash mermen because I bet you they all know what's going on. They know oh, they know what's sure. going on. And they're all hot and they yeah. can all breathe underwater. And I think that'd be pretty sick. Okay. So Kevin Costner in Waterworld oh, gets you going. For sure. Why not? <laughs> like, and I'm trying to think of, uh, is there a sexy merman? Triton. Yeah, I was going to say, that's all I can think of. Daddy Triton. Daddy Triton. <laughs> Pecks the size of, of like... Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mermaids, Merman, Triton. Okay. This went to a weird place. It, I made sure that it did. <laughs> I know you did. You know what? I need to end this now. Please send us your condolences for my mental state. <laughs> you can email us at twosaltybroads at gmail.com. Follow us on... Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Two Salty Broads. I'm Spita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay, stay salty. salty.